All right. Welcome back to the BrainTap Business Journal Podcast. This is Dr. Patrick Porter. Today, I have a very special guest, someone I met at a conference just recently in San Diego. I was blown away by his presentation. I thought, wow, we need to get this guy involved with BrainTap and helping our doctors. And the topic today is really timely because what we're talking about here is the gut-brain axis. And we have Dr. Robert Silverman, who's a chiropractic doctor. He's a clinical nutritionist. He's nationally an international speaker. He's an Amazon bestseller with a book called Inside Health, Inside Out Health. He's the founder and CEO of Westchester Integrative Health Center. He's graduated magna cum laude from the University of Bridgeport uh, College in Chiropractic. He's basically, I could go on and on. We could, we could just keep reading these accolades that you have, Dr. Silverman. But I want to invite you to just tell us a little bit about what are you most proud of in your career since you started in, and I mean, you're, you're a well sought after speaker, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, and what you're most proud of and what you're going to bring to the BrainTap audience today. Well, I can tell you what I'm most proud of is, is that I have 20 years of clinical experience. I've been able to touch doctors, consumers, and patients over the last 20 years and every day bring it an attempt to make an impact on their life. As Jim Rome says, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Health is wealth. So that's what I'm most proud of, that I, you know, I'm as passionate about my mission as I was the day that I left chiropractic school and in some ways even more passionate because so many things have evolved, you know, and we, we now know that as opposed to we've expanded in chiropractic from the musculoskeletal system to the gut to brain and ultimately really the brain, which I know is part and parcel of what you love to talk about. Um, I went to chiropractic school um, in, in Bridgeport, as you uh, said so eloquently. And um, when I graduated, my mission was to help as many people as I could. And within that help, I got all these postgraduate degrees because I wanted to integrate nutrition. I wanted to integrate specific modalities like laser therapy, uh, functional neurology, and the like. So right now, my practice is very much gut to brain based. And that, that's how we were able to meet. And that's why you saw me talk about the brain. And that's why I want to utilize everything that you have, because the brain is the only organ that communicates with all the other organs in the body. And when we talk about the blood brain barrier in a little while, we're going to see how if that's damaged, there's nothing but deleterious effects throughout the body for that. And especially starting in the brain. Um, I was ACA Sports Council chiropractor in the year 2015. I had an Amazon bestselling book. 2020, I have a book coming out called The Superhighway to Health, The Seven, um, seven Steps Optimizing the Gut-to-Brain Axis. Very excited about that. We'll preview that a little bit. And um, you guys can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Always reach out to me, uh, Dr. Robert Silverman, and email me if you've got a question, you've got a comment, and you want to just strike up. Um, a thought-provoking uh, conversation at info at drrobertsilverman.com. That's great. And, you know, we have a lot of guests on our show, but I, one of the things I like to ask is, what is the difference between your run-of-the-mill chiropractor and what they do and somebody is a functional chiropractor? What, you, what you're talking about in, in this, you know, what, what brought you to, the, to know the difference and what's the distinction so our listeners know? You know, it, it's interesting. So chiropractic has always been broken up into two camps. So for me, I'm going to let you all know, whoever's listening, I am a chiropractor. I don't believe in two camps. I don't believe in Hatfields and McCoys. I believe in Cowboys, Americans and stuff like that. But with that being said, there are chiropractors who profess to be philosophically oriented. They call themselves straight chiropractors. They do mostly adjustment and they're fabulous at it. 
the others then we call they're called and i guess i fall in that camp even though i do adjust all, all my chiropractic patients in mixers we mix other things so the concept of function is all chiropractors whether they're straights mixers should and do look at the function of the body so when we look at the function we're looking at the systems not the systems i'll say that again i'm sorry we're looking at the systems and not the symptoms of the body because it's 12 to 14 systems there's a plethora of symptoms with that being said by looking at the systems we can always get to root cause resolution so one of my more famous statements that i've copied from other people are he who treats the side of pain is lost patient may come in and I'm right now pointing to the front of my shoulder and my rotator cuff but it may not be the rotator cuff it may be the scapula it may be brain engramming uh, brain engramming that we need to change it may be the gut that is is perforated and we have intestinal permeability that's allowing all these cytotoxins to come out to, to the joint or maybe all the above see so therefore those who look at just the area usually a loss so we look at the function and the systems and that's where that's really where we specialize and that's what we do as well if not better than other practitioners that's great well tell me a little bit about what is this um, brain gut connection what have you found in your research and um, just give us a little background so that the listeners that aren't familiar with this connection will get get up to speed well, what's fascinating is number one the gut and the brain are interconnected as well as the brain to the gut it's a bi-directional communication so with that being said, within a millisecond, a millisecond. So if you stress or you eat something bad, your brain's affected quite quickly. And that, if you just take a step and tell all your patients that, it's really going to catch their attention because right now the modern medical doctor is not discussing that. So with that being said, you eat a piece of gluten. Gluten means glue. Sticks to your intestinal tract will probably increase intestinal permeability and inflammation. We talk about it in the gut and it communicates with the brain. So I'm at a point where, you know what? Why do we have to say something like gluten affects the gut? Let's just talk about its end effect, which is on the brain. So the, again, the gut and the brain communicates through three different pathways. Number one pathway, without question, chiropractic. It's called the enteric nervous system, part of the parasympathetic nervous system. It's called your vagus nerve. It's cranial nerve number 10, your largest, uh, cranial nerve in the body. It's a major communicator between the gut and the brain and many other branches communicating to your intestinal area, your heart, your lungs, etc. The other way you can communicate with your gut and your brain is through your bloodstream. And last but not least is a hormonal uh, in, in inputs. So you have these three different things that are communicating in brain. So for me right now, with all that's going on and all the things that are adversely affecting our gut health, we have to realize every time we say gut, we say brain. Every time we say brain, we say gut, not to be redundant. Okay. So there's a lot of confusion out there about how to assess what's going on with the gut, what's going on with the brain. And when you're doing this together, tell me a little bit about your management or how you realize this or, or whatever the symptomology is between that and chronic neurological disorders. What, what, tell us a little bit about how that activity works. Sure, well, let's talk symptoms. We'll just do a symptom test before we do any kind of blood tests. So I ask everybody, do you get gas and bloating after you eat? Now, most people are a little uncomfortable answering that, but the truth of the matter is most people do. If you have gas and bloating after you eat, you most probably have a digestive problem and ate something that didn't sit well with you, whether it was processed food, whether it was a food allergy, or whether you've already had for a while leaky gut or intestinal permeability. 
So if you have gas and bloating, that's a problem. The reason you typically don't have pain when this occurs, this gas and bloating is there's no pain fibers in your intestinal tract. Then I'll ask, do you get brain fog? Do you feel lethargic after you eat? If you feel lethargic after you eat, then obviously from your gut to your brain, it's dimming the neurological impulses. You won't feel any pain in your head because there are no pain receptors as well, you know, in your brain. Hence, you get brain fog. Now, there's something what we call silent leaky gut now. People have depression. People have chronic inflammation. People have fatigue. Fatigue being the number one complaint in all doctors' offices. These are symptomologies that something is wrong with your gut permeability and it's speaking to your brain. So the fatigue, number one, depression, very common, and chronic inflammation, without question, very, very chiropractic. If you're questioning, wow, has that happened to me? Dr. Rob is actually given anybody listening to this podcast, you can actually call him for a 15 minute complimentary phone consultation, which is great. He can help assess the integrity of your gut brain axis and it's very simple to schedule the consultation. We're going to put all this in the notes too. So if you're driving, you can't write it down. Just go to the notes section of the Brain Tech Business Journal podcast. You'll see his phone number there, 914-287-6464. You can even email him at drrobsilbermanny at gmail.com. And we'll put that all in doctor's DR, robsilbermanny at gmail.com. We'll put all those into the, into the, the notes. You can just go there and look at it. But Tell if, if I call you up and I say, hey, Dr. Rob, what's going on? Um, what's this assessment going to be about and how, how is it going to help me? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you through a, uh, believe it or not, a symptomology questionnaire. And we're going to go through that symptomology questionnaire. We're also going to do a little history. Um, if you suffer from headaches, how your digestion is. And if you allow us to Skype, I know this is going to be exciting. It'll be very evocative. I'll put you through a movement screen. All these things being able to relate back to the gut to brain axis. So in that 15 minutes, we'll have a good assessment and we'll know essentially where you are. And then we can make some recommendations to help you. Um, one of the biggest problems I find, not that with chiropractic, but with doctors, they do not spend enough time in the assessment. It's very just standardized. You want all your assessments to be individualized, just like a treatment plan. So you and I both know that we're going to have a different um, treatment protocol for our brain health. We're going to have a different treatment protocol for our gut health because you and I are different. And Stephanie, who you can't see or listen right now or hear, uh, she needs something different. So we're going to go through specific things in that 15 minutes to ascertain the status of where you are and maybe make some suggestions to help your day. That's great. Well, let's go back to, tell me a little bit about, a lot of people know about this blood-brain barrier and how information or uh, nutrients and things can't get in and out of the brain or, or toxins, things of that nature. But tell me the role of the blood-brain barrier in health and trauma and traumatic experiences for people and how you work with that. You know, it's, it's interesting. Most people don't realize that the blood-brain barrier is a single layer epithelial cell. It is the same thickness as your gut. It is less than an inch. It's made up of the same proteins. I like to call your blood-brain barrier the bouncer to your brain. It decides what goes in and out. Whatever passes your blood-brain barrier then goes in your brain, and obviously that becomes extremely ruinous to your overall brain health. It is the filter your blood-brain barrier are 400 miles of arteries of blood throughout your body. So we need to always keep our blood-brain barrier in pristine condition. Most people do suffer 
in testing from blood-brain barrier compromise. Things that are common that we see from the blood-brain barrier is traumatic brain injury. In addition to that, blood-brain barrier damage precipitates an earlier onset of Alzheimer's. So to take concussion or traumatic brain injury, um, as an example, the traumatic brain injury releases specific proteins. It's called NF-L, and this is a protein-light um, protein that shows specific injuries. There's um, other blood markers that if you were to take your standardized blood markers and you can see damage to the blood-brain barrier, but one of the biggest problems from a TBI and damaging the blood-brain barrier is also intestinal injuries. And you get an intestinal dysfunction, intestinal compromise, because when you damage your brain and you damage your blood-brain barrier, you decrease the tone of your vagus nerve, hence leading you down a path of intestinal issues. Then to take it one more notch and step, there's something in our gut called LPS, lipopolysaccharide. Lipopolysaccharide holds gram-negative bacteria on the inside of your gut. If lipopolysaccharide is able to go through a two-permeable intestinal um, layer, you then go down a path of what we call systemic inflammation. LPS, in an expression in the bloodstream, decreases what we call brain-derived neurotrophic factors. BDNF, or our ability in our hippocampus to allow, to allow for brain neurogenesis. So when you hit your head and you damage your gut, you're never gonna be able to allow for BDNF, brain-derived uh, neurotrophic uh, factors, brain neurogenesis without also fixing the gut. So again, it's still coming back to the same thing that we talked about, fix the brain, fix the gut, fix the gut, fix the brain. Blood-brain barrier is that entry layer. So there you have it. I know you teach uh, not only patients how to do this, but you also train doctors. I, I met you at the Chiropractic Congress, and I know that some organizations are bringing you in to train and do these different things. Could they find out at drrobertsilverman.com uh, more about your trainings, or what, what can they find there? Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, yes, they can go to drrobertsilverman.com. Just call the office. Um, we are pretty booked up already in 2020. We're already booking 2021, but we do a lot of Skypes and things of that nature, virtual. Um, and without question, um, I do appreciate the shout out for all the uh, the appearances and, and the brain is something that we're talking a lot about. And, and again, that's how you and I had um, our Kumbaya moment. You saw that I talked about the brain. You found out I actually had your device and I've had it for a while and my wife uses it and I use it and you know, my wife happened to be there and she said, that's the guy that talks into my uh, ear every night. And I'm like, wait a minute, Patrick, you and I need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, our, our group loves neurogenesis, of course, that's what we wanna do, but the brain has to be set up for that. And if they have a leaky gut or they have this, this dysfunction within the gut brain barrier, what are the limitations to healing if that doesn't get fixed? I mean, what if somebody just tries to do one instead of the other? I mean, why is it so important to do both at the same time? You know, it's so funny you say that. And again, they, they're communicating. So you really can't do one without the other. And that, the, the fact of the LPS being expressed if you have leaky gut shows the decrease in the BDNF. So most people don't realize BDNF comes from the gut, goes to the brain and goes to the hippocampus. So it's a protein enzyme. So you're not, you're gonna get full healing capacity without also feel it, healing the gut. And 
what imbues me with uh, such enthusiasm with you is that yes, that you're a brain guy, but you understand everything feeding the brain also needs to be addressed because you want that organ that's fed by everything else to be healthy. And that that's your brain and the gut's the main communicator with it. I mean, we have other periphery talking, et cetera, but without question, your gut. Well, I know you're an expert at putting together protocols and uh, people seek you out to get that done. But tell me, how do you create these easy protocols uh, that help to repair this essential barrier? Um, you know, once they're broken down and, and what's the time period people can perceive these, these repairs being made? Um, that is a fabulous question. Number one, the protocols are what we call empirical research based on scientific uh, literature that I look at the different supplements and the protocols uh, and the modalities. So I've implemented it on patients in my office, and then I'm able to really say, hey, I tried this in my office. The science says that, you know, acetyl-L-carnitine is great for energizing the brain, for an example. Uh, brain tap does this, low-level laser does this, et cetera, et cetera. With that being said, I put it in my case study called my office, and we work people through it. And um, to answer the second party question on timeframes, so typically if you're looking, I, I think you're looking more of um, an acute blood brain barrier, really we're able to heal that if they do the proper training, supplementation, et cetera, it's usually a month, subacute one to three months and one of those chronics. Well, since it's a chronic duration, it's gonna take a long, long period of time. When you look at the gut, if you have an expression of LPS and leaky gut, it's gonna be up to three months. If you have a tight junction problem, we didn't talk about any tight junctions, but if you have a tight junction problem in your gut or your brain, that could be up to six months. And if you have true tearing in any one of these epithelial cells, that could take up to a year. So I just gave you some uh, variety in the framework, but um, listen, I practice, so I'm talking to other practitioners. I know that if they have a torn blood-brain barrier and you tell them a year, they may walk out the door and have somebody tell them something different that they want to hear. So obviously I tell them there's a short-term goal and a long-term goal and the short-term goal is this and make sure they feel better in the short-term goal. Otherwise, we're not going to have the practice management that we need, you know, and the patients won't stay. Right. And, and if you're listening, wondering, I wonder what's happening with me. Remember, Dr. Rob has extended to you a free 15-minute consultation. You can just call his number and find out how your gut brain access is doing. Uh, the number, of course, and the email will be part of this, this podcast. Just go there and look at that and, and find out for yourself. I mean, it's 15 minutes. It's free. He's willing to give up his time to do that. So get on the phone with him. And, and will that also be for uh, if a doctor's interested in learning your technique or technology of doing this? Is there... Is that also open to them to call and find out about that? Absolutely. I mean, I'm only too happy to chat if it's 15 minutes and say, hey, you know, you said laser, you said nutrition, you said brain tap, you said this. Tell me what you use in your office. It doesn't have to necessarily be a patient-based question. It can be a doctor-based question or, you know, listen, we all, we're doctors. We all have injuries. Feel free to talk. I mean, when I lecture, the docs come up and we go over things. I learn so much and I'm sure you feel the same way, doc that when we're at seminars and people come up, they're great case studies and they share their tidbits of information. I always tell everybody, I think sometimes all the studying and the reading that we do during the week gets surpassed in one hour sitting with other assortment of colleagues and practitioners. Yeah, that's great. Now I know that today, a lot of people are worried about lifestyles, environmental triggers and all of these things. Um, how do you feel that, that uh, attacks or 
helps out the gut-brain axis or hinders it? What, what, do you, what would you say to somebody about lifestyle and environmental triggers? Well, I think the lifestyle and environmental triggers are a problem. We already just talked about gluten. Gluten means glue. The average American consumes 146 pounds per year of wheat. That poses an issue, damages the intestinal tract, and some of the bigger things in that, also that in the non-organic uh, soils, they're using something called Roundup, which has glyphosate in there. We already saw a very large uh, billion, couple billion dollar settlement of how damaging uh, Roundup is. Glyphosate and uh, Roundup are herbicides. They're weak killers. Glyphosate was called by the World Health Organization a cancer-causing product. And glyphosate damages the microvilli, those finger-like projections in the gut. Um, it actually attaches to the protein in the wheat and causes all the damage. So for me, gluten, everybody should be gluten-free, no bueno. Then we've got dairy. Dairy is a major issue. It's one of the highest allergy foods. We always argue about that. It's hard for patients to give up dairy because cheese tastes just so good. I get it. The alternative milks are fine. Maybe they'll give up the yogurt. Nobody wants to give up the cheese, but I'm a big proponent. I'm putting most of my patients on gluten-free and dairy-free diets. In addition, stress. We live in a stressful world. People watch the news. People have issues at home. They could have health issues. Stress is also very damning to your intestinal tract. The change in your gut microbiota composition, good versus bad bacteria. Do you know that you need 85% good bacteria not to have what we call dysbiosis and the leavening of that bacteria? Toxic chemicals also pose an issue. The medications so that are so readily available, non-steroid anti-inflammatories, Aleve, Advil, Ibuprofen, in that they damage the gut and they really do a tremendous amount of damage to the tight junctions, both in the gut and the brain. Uh, undigested food particles. You know, when you have a damaged gut, these undigested food particles can cause in systemic inflammation leading to autoimmunity. The big guy, the conversation, the controversy, the lectins. So I'll give you a little insight on the lectins. If you're not allergic to it, which most people are not, because when you take wheat and dairy out, there's not that much left. If you ferment or cook them straight from the proverbial horse's mouth, lectins are okay. In addition, food colorings and gum, they all pose an issue. So we've got a cornucopia, a vast majority of things that can come in and damage the gut in, you know, in our environment. So when they when they get their conversation with you, their 15-minute interview, you can go over kind of maybe what their lifestyle is, maybe give them some 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 tips that could they could take away from that conversation and start improving their gut function. Yep, and I'll give you a tip right now. Uh, I'll give them a teaser. Take you know take care of my GPS. My GPS, what? No gluten, no processed food, no sugar. <laughs> then that GPS will take care of your DNA. No dairy, no nicotine, no artificial sweeteners. Medications you may want to avoid. Antibiotics, if you can, kill both good and bad bacteria. Cause a tremendous shift in microbiota diversity. The NSAIDs, we just talked about that. Birth control pills elevate estrogen, which leads to an overgrowth of candida. Any kind of steroids actually can perpetrate and um, autoimmunity. And antacids lead you down a path of not enough stomach acid can lead you down a path, giving you a small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. That's great. Well. You have this new book coming out in April. That's only four short months away, um, and super highway to hell. 
So can you give us a little bit of a preview of that, of what we can learn? Because I'd love to have you on right when that gets released. Maybe in April, we can do another podcast and you can tell us all about the book release and, and help get some people buying that book. But tell me, tell, give us a little teaser here about what that's all about. and Why did you decide to write this book? Well, you know, and, and well, you know, because I, you've done a lot of writing and publishing on your own. Uh, the written word is accepted and considered golden versus the spoken word. <laughs> uh, we know that because yeah. it's much harder. We all can pontificate to a certain extent, but can you write and really get your thoughts in a cognitive flowing manner and make it come to life when you're not standing there moving around? Um, and I found that books are able to get to people that I can't get to. Not everybody's going to watch our podcast. Not everybody's going to come in the office. Not everybody's going to meet me at the library if I give a talk, etc. But the book can, if well done can last and help people for perpetuity. So now that I said that, it, it gives people a starting point and a conversation piece. And even if they don't agree with it, they can still reach out and we can have the conversation. Why gluten? Why dairy? Why this food versus that food? But I really wanted to be able to delineate in a systematic way how the gut and the brain affect health and how through my seven-step program, we're able to have positive outcomes on that gut and brain, which are a critical element. I think it's the, one of the main systems axes to our failing health in America today. That's great. Well, you're certainly out there on the internet. You have a lot of presence out there and all the social media. They can just look up Dr. Robert Silverman. They probably, if they do hashtag that, they'll find all your social media from Facebook to Instagram to LinkedIn to your YouTube videos. They can learn a lot more about you. You've offered them a 15-minute complimentary phone consultation. I mean, that's a great gift that you're giving people when they listen to the podcast. Um, what other, with everything you've shared, would you like to summarize something or tell us something you haven't shared yet that you think is very important for people to know about the gut brain access? Sure. Let me, you know what? Let's give them the seven-hour program. Okay. Let's just give a brief overview. So here it is in a nutshell. If they need any more information, I'm happy to put it in the comment section. So my super, my super seven R action plan. Number one, you want to reset. Reset what? Reset your diet, your lifestyle, your mindset. Let's pick a good diet for you. There is no best diet for gut and brain health. The best diet is to take care of your microbiome. The best diet is to incorporate whole food. Jacqueline once said, if man makes it, I won't eat it. So that's a great starting point, whether it's keto, whether it's Mediterranean, whether it's just overall whole foods, we want good quality foods, plants, seeds, nuts, fruits that have not been exposed to man-made or man-induced pesticides. And it's an individual thing. And that's the biggest thing everybody has to know. You and I will have different diets, but the basic premise is if we're gonna go out, we want good organic farm to fork type food. Then you want to remove. You wanna remove unwanted pathogens. So there's specific nutrients that help you do that. So for your upper respiratory, it would be oregano oil. For your lower bowel, we'll go through a few of these, would be berberine. Garlic is a natural, antibiotic. At this point, interestingly enough, I would also recommend doing a detox. So I like to combine the liver and the gut at the same time, detox taking a lot of toxins out. To quicken it up a little bit, let's get to the replace. What do you want to replace? Well, 60-70% of Americans have a problem with digestion. So you would want to replace digestive and pancreatic enzymes, stomach acids to allow people to digest a little better. Then at that point, you want to regenerate regenerate damage intestinal mucosal, heal and seal the gut lining, 
heal and seal the blood-brain barrier lining. Then you want to re-inoculate. Re-inoculate with what? Pre and probiotics, because the probiotics are not going to function without the, probi the prebiotics appropriately, hopefully leading to the topic of 2020, a postbiotic, what that bug, what that bacteria leaves. Then you may want to reintroduce some new foods. You're probably going to be on somewhat of a restrictive food plan, foods of, um, that are highly allergic that you may want to be able to put back in. Of course, no gluten, no dairy, no high added sugars. And then ultimately you want to retain your health. You want to retain your health, your GI integrity, and your blood-brain barrier integrity. You can do so with a great lifestyle and certain needed supplements. Hence the idea of supplements, supplements to lifestyle. That's great. Well, you've got a you've got a great book there. I can't wait to read it myself. Once it comes out, we'll get you on the podcast again. We can promo it, uh, maybe get it being carried by some of our doctors out there that want to learn about it. So we're just about to wrap up the call today. Um, and um, thank you for all your knowledge, what's going on. Remember, you can get on the phone with Dr. Rob, 15-minute consultation, find out what's going on with your gut-brain access. And whether it's a professional question or it's your personal health, he's willing to give you 15 minutes, see what he can do to help you and, and share this with you. And I recommend you each do that, find out what's happening. Um, and just in passing, anything else you want to share? You've given us a lot of information. You've disclosed your seminars, and uh, which is beyond what I thought I would get out of you, which is great. So, so <laughs> else you want to share with us before we end the call today? Absolutely, I'm here. Anybody has a problem, feel free to reach out, whether it's a colleague or a patient. Um, we're all here to help each other. Remember, health is wealth. We're in the best business in the whole world because we're able to help people and we're able to help and make life-changing things. So Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, mind stretched by a new idea never returns to its original dimensions. So please allow the gut to brain axis to give you a few stretch marks for tomorrow and share them with your patients. That's great. Also, I'm gonna encourage you to share this podcast with family, friends, coworkers, other business associates. Right now, you said it at the top of the podcast, biggest reason people miss work is irritable bowel syndrome and this is one of the big key things we're working with here and i think that this gut brain barrier is just going to become more and more now that you know about it it's going to be part of your reticular activating system you're going to hear a lot more about it uh, people are finding this connection happening all over the place share this with people get them listening go to drrobertsilverman.com that's dr robert silverman.com check out what he's got going on check him out on facebook on uh, social media go to his youtube channel listen to this man learn all you can about the gut brain access and let's start helping our patients at the next level so again thanks for joining us and you brain tap listeners out there please tune in next week for the next business journal podcast bringing you information that can help share and improve your business performance as well as your personal performance and this podcast for sure links those both up because if you're feeling your best you're going to perform your best for your patients so let's get on let's get on the horn with dr rob let's learn about our gut brain access and let's start improving the health and wealth of our our, our clients and patients out there so again thank you for being on the call we look forward to helping to promote this and getting the word out about this gut brain access thank you. thanks so much dr porter